is Thursday, July 30th. I had to think there for a month there <laughs> for a second, Zach. Welcome everyone to Living Room Sports Talk. Karen McCauley, Zach Rothenberger, brought to you tonight by Lucci Slices. Now, that, that threw me for a second. It's like, I don't know why. I think it was just because the first time was like we were really streaming hardcore was in April. So like I just got very used to just being like, it is April. So like you should see, I wouldn't be actually shocked if I say the wrong day, like a couple times here and hey, there. We're all, it's 2020. We're all losing track of time. So. Well, you know, ain't that the truth? It's like, it's Groundhog, yeah, it's it's, Groundhog's Day every day. It's August on Saturday. I can't even believe it. I know. I can't believe it. But you know what? We got sports. That's right. That's pretty good. Yeah, there we go. So, all right. We got a lot to talk about. And it's funny because we were, as we were just rolling on the air, we're just, you know, betting about life and, you know, responsibilities and work and whatnot. And basically work is coming out of there. So the funny thing is I look at it and it's um, and it's funny because, we're, you know, we're, oh, look at this. We got subscriptions going here. Oh, look at this. Look at this. this is a great, oh, this is a great start. We, we needed well, this because, oh, yeah, we definitely, we needed this. Oh, yeah, look at this. Oh, free God, Joe Kelly. <laughs> oh, we got, oh, yeah. So I'll tell you, why not tease the show for everyone? I'm like, I'm getting all, I'm like a dog right now, just like wagging his tail, like looking at everyone. I came like get my thoughts straight. So we got a great show uh, lined up. Yeah, Joe G's going to, oh, he's going to have some good comments tonight. So great show lined up. So we're and the best part is Zach, we're hitting all four sports tonight. So we got NBA starting tonight. It's currently on. That's the one thing I hate about reshuffling the 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 setup in my room because I always used to look out at the TV on mute, but mm. now I can't see it at all because it's literally right next to me. So, uh, but we got the NBA and you got the Jazz and Pelicans. I know you got a little preview for that. And we got the Lakers Clippers tonight. Uh, NHL starts on Saturday, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, you know uh, Joe G's Rangers are, are kicking things off at noon uh, against the Carolina Hurricanes. So we'll break down a little NHL, NFL, obviously with training camp. Rolling along ever so slowly with you know the, obviously the COVID nineteen pandemic, um, and yeah we and I guess a little baseball too. Speaking of COVID and the Marlins, see I'm still not wearing the hat for you. Yeah, hey, I, I understand why. I, you know, I could see both sides whether you would or you wouldn't. Well, now now the the club story is coming out. That was I feel like that broke right after our show. I'm like, damn. Like, yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah. Were they up oh. to ni- nineteen yeah, guys now? I know it's, it's, it's not good. I, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll dive in. It's funny. So normally we start our show always uh, with a little segment called clickbait cleanup uh, where we break down uh, where usually there's a, there's some type of, was it lie? Would you say Zach, just some type of fabrication or something? Yeah, just, just a bunch of uh, BS to put in lighter terms or yeah. something that we just think isn't worth reading into. They're more interested in you clicking on the article than the content that they're providing you. Exactly, exactly. They, yeah, yeah, they tease with the headline and then it's really nothing. And hey, they look, they always say that great minds think alike, Zach. So mm. that's kind of us today. I mean, I feel like, right? So we're both talking about, yeah, well, oh, and then what's the club story? Oh, well. <laughs> it's so funny. I feel like, do you want to just jump into, I was going to do basketball first. Should we just jump into baseball? Yeah, let's right, do it. Quick, we'll talk about clickbait for a second. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about clickbait for a second. But yeah, see, we're, we're trying to see if everyone want to click. But the NFL top 100, don't watch it. Don't mm. click on it. Don't, yeah, we'll get to that though. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, is it, is it fun? I don't know. <laughs> it's funny if you don't pay, I didn't pay attention to it really. I just watched like the Packer clip. But I'll, we'll get yeah. to it. We'll get to it. Um, all right. But I'll tell you, do you want to kick things off baseball? It's funny. I actually was thinking, I like looked at my notes. Baseball is like towards the back of my, like, like my show notes tonight. Cause I was thinking like, oh, we've been talking a lot about baseball lately. I love this though. Let's, let's keep it going. All right. So, um, well, yeah, I, w- I want to get there's a lot started. of different ways you can spin this, this start of this segment though. That's kind of, it's like marbles is spilling everywhere. Yeah. I think what I, what I'd like to hit on first is what, what Joe did in the chat about Joe Kelly. I mean, did you see all the support he's gotten from players and former oh, players yeah. all over Twitter? Like they're changing their Twitter picture to pictures of, of Joe Kelly. And like, Oh, it's unbelievable. Oh, there's so much backlash with the MLB saying, you know, how do you suspend him for eight games when yet no one who was actually a cheater, you know, none of those guys don't get it 
They, they don't have any well, I'll tell you, why don't I do this for everyone? So let's walk, we'll walk through anyone that didn't see what happened. So, okay, a little, I'll tell you, you want to do a little backdrop for everyone? I have like the whole little like two minute highlight package of like the, the game clips kind of reeled together with, you know, so I can yeah. play that for them. But I'll tell you, you want to give a backdrop before we play it? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. So Joe Kelly, uh, the pitcher for the Dodgers, obviously we know the Astros cheated, you know, won the World Series and they cheated against the Dodgers to win that or to get to that, you know, so he was throwing the ball. He obviously threw in and, and a couple a couple balls. He lost control, which I don't know if I believe, believe that. Oh, here, I'll tell you. you want to, I will even just put it at this point. So, so you all right, at this point in time, right, yeah, the, the, the Dodgers, to, to put it lightly, have an axe to grind. Yeah. <laughs> the Astros at this point. So the first time they're seeing each other, it's like two exes seeing each other after a bad breakup. So they see each other um, down in Houston. So I'll put uh, – I'll, I'll kind of string together what, uh, what took place down there. Oh. And just loses that one. Uh, that's interesting. I'm not sure if he lost it, if there was some intent there. Either way, Brakeman's on first. That's a big gulp going on right now in that uh, around the chest area, stomach area. Brakeman. Uh... And Kelly behind Correa almost, and the runners will advance. Wow. That was a breaking ball, though. Again, doesn't make you feel good, <laughs> whether it's a breaking ball or a fastball when you're up at the plate, but that was a breaking pitch. She just, wow. Let's it loose. And again, as a, as a hitter right now, it is so tough. With a heated at bat and then Kelly with a, a little something for him at the end. Stuck his tongue out. There you go. And uh, bench is empty, DK. So, again, you can hear something came from Houston's dugout. Yep. And then, so Joe Kelly just, you know, blah, blah, blah. look at Carlos Correa swung at two bad pitches. You know, now everybody's coming out and everything. And, again, you remember, Correa is the guy that when there was that discussion earlier in the sea, you know, when things came out, Bellinger made a comment, and, you know, Correa publicly and on tape said, if you don't know what's going on, you ought to shut the F up. And so, you know, look at Correa put himself out there. And once you do that, then, you know, you, you, you're open to everything. Joe Kelly will not back down to any. So it's funny, right? Okay, so there's a lot of different ways I feel like you can kind of spin this. Um, let's talk about this. All right, so after all that took place, there's a lot of different layers, but let's just add the caveat. So he got suspended eight games, Joe Kelly, the pitcher for the Dodgers, after that whole little, you know, uh, those escapades that took place down in Texas last uh, yeah, the other night. So, Zach, I'll, I'll just kind of generically throw the question at you first. What are you thinking as a baseball fan, someone watching it, someone just – you, Zach, on the show, like you watch that, you see all that, you digest it. What, what are you thinking? Oh, I love it. I, yeah. It's hard for me not to cheer while, while we're, we're <laughs> watching it and playing it. Yeah, I thought it was, it was great. I mean, hey, if you're going to cheat, especially at that level, like you got to expect that to come at you. So – I understand it's obviously not safe to have a 90-some-mile-per-hour fastball thrown at your head, but then don't cheat. I, I kind of found the humor, and he lost the batter, and then he was just like, you know, and then just yeah. went for it. That's, that's what I felt like. <laughs> that's what I loved yeah. about it. Yeah, he's um, like, screw it. Yeah, exactly. Now, it's funny. So, well, not funny per se, but all right. So, did you hear the, the, the Astros broadcast by chance? I think I heard the one clip where – Oh, my's. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, so we'll, we'll put the Houston broadcast on. It's like 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. And to your point, you're talking about how you loved it as a baseball fan because you felt like there was code in the game violated, you know, back in the world series, obviously when the Astros cheated in that playoff run. So you felt like it was fair for the game to, to govern the game itself and get that pound of flesh. You know, the Dodgers obviously were searching for so we'll play Houston's broadcast. Now I'll put one caveat. This I feel like this is more like a personal, you know, me and Fash just said before the show. Mm -hmm. But I'll say it on the show. Why not? So I feel like, dude, I feel like this, if me and Chad were calling it like a professional baseball game, I'm just sitting there like, oh my, like, oh my. And and he'd be like, mm, yep, yep. And like just breaking down like how this was like just a violation of baseball. <laughs> but here, I'll play it for everybody. I feel bad because the volume was so low on that clip. And now they probably everyone just probably jacked up their speakers for a second, like just to get that <laughs> right around like the 14 second mark of that clip. And then like, I just come back with my booming voice. And everyone's like, ah, Jesus. Like hey, we're just, uh, just, it's a pulse check. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're waking everyone up. It's a little, you know, a little, a uh, little thirsty Thursday, right in college. I used to wake you up back in the day. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So, all right, let's um let's let's get back to it though. So we got some, some fun stuff uh, tonight. I don't know why I'm playing all over the place. I'm doing a horrible job producing. All right. So let's get to it. Um, is the suspension fair? Let's get to the nitty gritty here. I, 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 let's put this, I'll, I'll even just add it, right? Twitter was not pleased with it. The Twitter audience, they didn't, they didn't approve the eight games. And let's remember, so it's a 60 game season. You got suspended eight games. So that's Alexa, what's eight divided by 60? Eight divided by 60 is 0 0.1222. That's like 13% of their games. Yeah. She's doing yeah. great, by the way. Last two weeks, good for her. She's doing very facts. Well. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, just yeah, doesn't watch our show. We always try once, once or twice during the show to, to throw uh, our sweet Alexa some uh, some facts and you know, see if she can she can handle it. So all right, so yeah, so she got that math right. So that's pretty yeah. good. So dude, all right, is this warranted? Getting suspended thirteen percent of your season? No, no. I I could see maybe one or two games just to you know to put it that we're not we should be throwing the ball you know, at the batter or trying to hit the batter intentionally. But I almost feel like in this situation, because it's the Astros and they cheated and all that, it's almost like there needs to be a little asterisk next to it. Like it's okay. One time, you know, I don't know. So maybe yeah. I think he, he could have maybe even got a hall pass in my case and just a warning. So here's my, it, I was a hundred percent with you and I'm not like trying to be the guy who's like, but then I saw, I just felt differently later on mm -hmm. No, But all right, but here, let me, let me throw a little twist in here for you. So I think the reason why, this was pushed and, and to be fair, I'll actually add this part at the end, but I think they, they really honed in on this on, I forget how it was 113 pages was like this whole, how they reworked this whole thing. So 113 pages as new rules for the 60 games. And basically they put it um, that you can't argue calls. Like there's no umpire to manager, like you're gone moments. Although we saw it with the mask. That was the point I was going to make. Um, but they really stressed there's like no fighting, like no charging the mat. Like it's none of it. Like it's absolutely a no go. So I think they're basically saying, look, this is serious. Did you not just see what happened with the Marlins and Phillies? Like, I mean, right. Like you're just starting to see more positive tests pop up. None for the players, obviously the Phillies, but a coach and, and I think a member of the, um, the staff. Right. So, yeah. I mean, we all know we'll get to the Marlins in a second, but, but I mean, right. So to that point, when you think of it in that perspective, it's like, I don't know so much if they were getting mad at him for the retaliation. I think they're basically saying, I don't care what the reason is. You can't do it. Now, 
that's not me necessarily signing it. That was me just trying to interpret. Like if, if I was like Rob Manfred's like spokesman, I would be like, that was the reason why. But no, that was a very good, you just sobered me up with that take. So that, that was a good, that's a good spin. I never thought of it that way. Okay. But why, why eight? Let's go. Why not like five? And I'll, and I'll say that, right. Cause I think you can stress that point without going with a snowman amount of games, right? If you can yeah. go five or six games and get the same point across because the, like, I swear, I you know when I wrote that article about baseball like two months ago about how they're like Rob Manfred's tone deaf, it just shows every week, every day. Like, like even this, you as a baseball fan, me as a baseball fan, was it very WWE style? Yeah, is it? Does it? Is it what I really want in baseball? Not all the time, but once in a blue moon where it's like, yo, did you see that last night? I like that. Yeah, that's like a little extra, you know, little flair to the game of baseball and. uh I feel like that is kind of how the game is. Like with it's the respect mango, of the game spice, and, salsa. Right. Yeah. You don't need to own everything. Just every, but when it's, when it's out, it's, it's kind of fun to have out there, you know, yeah. chips. Absolutely. I mean, Hey, it makes, I mean, baseball is a good, great sport, but it makes it a little bit more exciting. Like you said, Well, in a world too, I guess like, here's my question, right? Like, and I'm not even almost like trying to appeal to myself. Like we like baseball people like mm-hmm. you and I already, like we're fans. We've been fans since we were kids. Now the, 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 the crowd that's just like, eh, I'm on the fence, right? Those guys. They're into this type of stuff, I would think. I would They're think so, in, too. Right? Like, so the younger audience is probably a little bit more – and I'm not, like, suggesting that you got like I said, turn this into WWE. I'm more just saying when you think about like, – I can't even talk. When you think about it, though, from that perspective, you don't want to also come down as, like, the no fun police, right? And it's funny because I was just thinking about something. Um, a grown man sticks out their tongue. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's – I, I liked it. Well, you know, it's but I can't repeat it, but there's actually a video out there, and I was actually thinking of bringing it up. Oh, I just, yeah. what he said. Yeah. That, yeah. The one where it actually breaks down what they're screaming at each uh, other. Uh, oh, it was great. It's interesting, yeah, because, I mean, and it's funny. They're, I mean, obviously, they're cursing at each other. That's why we didn't put it on, but it's it's funny because I actually mentioned something like this probably in the NFL 100 segment, but I do like the banter. Rick Correa is not just screaming, like, oh, I'm going to, like, F and kill you. No, he's saying, like, you didn't throw your fastball, but like, you know, like, like yeah, right. it's, and they're going back and he's like, nice swing. Like it's, it's like trash talk, but it's like, it's like stupid trash. talk. It's like T-ball it trash talk. It's like, Oh, you didn't throw your fastball. It was like, no, no crap. I'm not going to throw you one over the middle of the plate. Like, he had no control of that fastball that inning either. It's like, uh, why would he throw it? Yeah. yeah right. I mean, you can't. Yeah. What? I mean, I don't really know what kind of an insult it is to be like nice fastball and you got struck out. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just like, I, dude, he struck you out anyway. He figured it out. Like he didn't even yeah. have his fastball and he could still get you out. He still struck you out. Like if you're, yeah. if you're that great of a hitter, you should be able to hit any pitch thrown at you, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was, it was not maybe not exactly the most appealing moment. Did you, Astros, did you, but. did you see, uh, I don't know if it was the Dodgers broadcast or some other uh, channel was saying, uh, they're like, yeah, it's pretty hard to hit the ball when you don't know what's coming. You have to guess. <laughs> oh yeah, that was great. Uh, was yeah. Earl uh, Earl Horsiders or that? I can't. I can never. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Roles. I can never do it. Like say his name properly. I, yeah. You ever have like, those names you just can't say correctly? No, oh, that's definitely one of them for sure. You have one? Yeah, I was just. Yeah, do you have any others? A name that you can't. Oh, John no. Couturier used to be one for me. Like this first year, I was like, I don't know why I could never get it right. Like this was like ten years ago, but. Yeah, on um, top of my head, no, I, don't, I can't. Don't think worry, of we it. don't have to make that a second. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, don't worry, we're good, we're safe. I'm not going to put you on this. That's not, it's not in the notes, so we're good. Um, all right, well, what is in the notes? So uh, let's talk baseball for a second, right? Let's. What was? It's like it's like that Seinfeld episode where everything goes in reverse order. So we'll like start with baseball, um, right? Okay, so the Phillies, not great news. 
with with two people testing positive. The Marlins, what do you say, they're 19? I mean, it's, yeah, and they the Phillies canceled their or postponed the series for this weekend too. It's now. it's not good. The Marlins are are not they're not in good shape right now. I, they're I mean they're basically pulling anyone off the street that's ever like we might get a call to be honest. But <laughs> yeah, I right. mean it's 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 bad. So and then the Phillies, like I said, they're they're in rough shape. Uh, with the whole series being canceled against the Blue Jays. Where where does this leave us, Zach? Right, like where where do you find both teams? It's ironic and and horrible in the same point that, of course, mm-hmm. we're fans of both these teams, uh, and yet now we can't play for for the foreseeable future. Where what? And you can obviously we don't have to join the Marlins and the Phillies together, but what's yeah. the end game for both teams? I'll spin the question that way. Well, I mean, ho- hopefully the end game is is that they're still able to play somehow, and then those who have you know, the virus are able to just quarantine and they can maybe get someone to fill their positions for the short term while they're quarantined. So that way we can get back to, to normal baseball play. Um, the Marlins, on the other hand, with as many as they have, I mean, they, they might need their whole taxi squad of players to, uh, to fill in. And I'm not trying to poke fun at it at all, but it's, okay. to me, that's the only way you can do it. And I, I don't know if it was Girardi or one of the managers um, in MLB was saying, that instead of it being, you know, who cares if not every team plays 60 games or basically they basically said for this season, let's just make it, you know, your winning percentage as like the main number instead of like the amount of games you play. I'll sign up for that. Yeah. Right. I mean, hey, first place right now. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously I think there would have to be like a minimum, like minimum of 40 games. Probably, it's like a, like know, a purchase. Yeah. Oh yeah. So oh. I, I don't know what, what I thought was interesting though. And this was a little, I mean, not trying to get a little sidetracked is, Hey, the James. nice thing, yeah, right. The nice thing with this not being a bubble is the rest of the league is still able to operate. Where I feel like if this were to happen in like the NBA or the NHL, the whole it's done. Like you got to pull a plug on everything. So I will yeah. say that's like a little shade of optimism I'll throw there. And I'll tell you, let's let's hear from the chat a little bit. Come on, it's it's been a late night from the chat. Come on, let's let's yeah. get let's get the vibes going a little bit here. So, um, uh, you know, this place is dropped. <laughs> like we just like, but. To that point, let's let's see you know from everyone because what what, what's your optimism level right now, right? Because it's it is uncharted territory, right? That that's the thing. At least I'd like to say on here, right? Because I feel like you go to most shows or at least trying to like when when is it going to be normal for the Marlins? When's it going to be normal? No one knows. Think ESPN knows? No, they're just trying to like just tell you just enough to get you back the next day to like find out more. So the reality is none of us know. And me and Joe P were talking about you know before we jumped on the air, and I was saying. And they might got to know they might because obviously the Marlins are just calling anyone up and they're they're signing guys, but they're they're in a whole other world of trying to get these guys healthy and stuff. Like I could see baseball shutting them down. The Phillies, this, the the biggest thing for them is they can't have any players get this right now. Yeah, because I think where they're at right now is that's why I thought our OBS shut down, but no, it's just good. It's just my text messages mm-hmm. on my computer, which I didn't even see. So mm-hmm. um, I, this is the life of producing, Zach. When you see random like messages pop up on your other laptop doing it, but. Um, I, I can see the Phillies just need to, like I said, see, rel- stay relatively healthy and just kind of, they're almost like the fish that's almost back in the water. Just get back in the lake. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I agree. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're only out of water for like a quick second. It's like, you can get right back in. We're, we're, we're on the dock. Like, you know, yeah. gills flapping. It's, yeah. it's not good. You have weight tied to your ankles right now and you're slowly going <laughs> to the bottom. I mean, it, uh, it's not good. Like, like kind of like you said, I would hate to see it, but the league might have to pull the plug on the Marlins for the season. If, if it, if it keeps what going. What am we're living in, too, where I'm, like, emotional about it? I'm like, damn. Yeah. You know, well, just because they went 2-1, well, hey, which is – that means something to me. Well, well, in a 60-game – I mean, it always means something, but in a 60-game series, it means even more, yeah. as we talked about before, because, you know, like we said, if you just win, win each series or as many as you can, you should be in the playoffs, so. And 
And they're saying, so any talk will MLB call a break in the games and play later in the fall. So Joe G actually had a really good point about that. We were talking, he was saying they didn't. Um, and, and I'm not sure if he's still watching or in the chat, but he he really did have a great point about that. We we're talking about a day, a day or two ago, just out in the living room, ironically enough. Um, and no, but he was saying like 64 days for 60 games, very not like there's really, like no real insurance package. The COVID insurance package isn't exactly budgeted into that timeline. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, I, that's also another place where I think baseball. So I, I my, my hunch is, for every so they're already doing a good job with this and i'll give baseball credit like any area where like like for example okay the marlins were playing the orioles and the phillies were supposed to play the yankees so like well we'll just have the orioles and yankees play each other and we'll just use those dates later to fill in the other games that makes sense yeah. i'll give baseball a lot of credit for being proactive like that but it's still it i i have no idea how this ends yeah i, I personally i mean it's it's a nice idea because it's a very compressed and, and uh you know high-flying schedule for the players and the teams but if, if, if it gets to that point, like you just got to pull the plug on the season, in my opinion, because what are you going to do? Continue to have baseball now, like through, it's going to start bleeding into what, like next year. And there's not going to be much of an off season. And then you're going to try to do 162 games. I, there's got to be a, a breaking point at some, like if, if more happens, there has to be a breaking point yeah. where you just pull the plug. Unfortunately, not what yeah. I want, but not what anyone wants. Okay, so I'll say we'll transition out then. Let me ask you this with some football chatter. I think I'm pretty sure we are going in reverse order, which is pretty funny. Hey, hey. <laughs> no, I think it'll be fun. We'll do a little basketball chatter to kind of wrap things up. But all right, let's let's fall into football because I feel like anything I just kind of made fun of, like the whole like how the news like all weekend long, like was just like NFL is going to take a very serious look at what's going on in Major League Baseball because they're not in a bubble too. It's like, okay, yeah, I got it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, but let's actually now that the ESPNs, the NFL networks have stopped kind of, you know, acting like they're telling us news. Um, what, all right. What would you say this does for them? Like, I, I like, I feel like I'm now I'm just doing the segment, but like, let's actually entertain it now and not just sit there and be like, well, there's a lot of different things that can happen. Like what, what would yeah. you say? Like, are they going to the drawing board in your head right now saying, okay, like no more, like we should maybe think about a bubble. Is a bubble even realistic? Um, I'll even, I'll tell you real quick. I'm going to pull up this, uh, this tweet too by uh, Tom Pellicero, who probably he's, He's a low-key great reporter. I mean, like, oh, I know, great. like, I mean, yeah, he is, right? So he had um, an interesting set. Uh, I can't even, like, I think my tongue's just getting tied up today. That's, that's what happens when we work all day. Um, but all right, so he was saying so far, 51 players have gone through this, like, reserve COVID-19 list, um, and then 27 have opted out. Uh, so, like, looking at it from that perspective, here's the problem, right? And I think I said this a little bit the other night, and I was saying this to some of my friends, too. Football is not baseball. Football has got 32 teams. Baseball has got 30. Right now, there's 80 guys on an NFL roster. And what is it, 26 yeah, for baseball? There's 30 right now. 30, baseball. and then it's going to get shaved down to 26, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's – I mean, when you actually break down those numbers, that's a that's a big difference. Yeah. Not to mention the one sport you're really grabbing and, you know, tackling well, the person. Per- Percentage-wise, too, let's, like, take that into account. I mean, 51 players, you said, had gone through the whole – have have tested – Positive? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I think so. So fifty. Or well, they they've been on like yeah, like that COVID list. Okay, like so like 50, Lane Johnson just went on it. Yeah, so fifty-one out of and, you, and there's what eighty players right now on thirty-two teams. Yeah. So that's almost that's, o- that's over two thousand people, right? Almost. It's 3%. almost a team, not even. Yeah. So I mean, no, but I'm saying like the percentage. Like if you do fifty-one divided by like the twenty-five hundred players in the NFL, I mean, what's that? That percentage is relatively small. So not downplaying it, but 
they got to be able to figure it out. Like, I hope so. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope so. I mean, and, and, and to that point, so I mean, obviously the NFLPA and the NFL have been working together, training camps going on. So, you know, we should just be more often instead of us just sitting around and, you know, moping about, I, I will ask you this real quick before like, just not to harp on the COVID stuff, but you're a Giants fan, right? Mm-hmm. So Nate Solder opted out, yeah. which makes total sense, right? With his family. I know it was, it was his son that was really sick. Um, yeah, he had, right. he had uh, some type of cancer. Right. So yeah. totally understandable, but um, does, that, like that, does that hurt your lining a bit? Not personally. I don't, I don't believe so because then that forces us to play the guy we just drafted, you know, fourth oh, overall, Andrew, Thomas. Andrew, Andrew Thomas, which I'm, I'm all right with. So oh, I, I was a little upset obviously. Cause I mean, I, I like, I like Solder, Um, but I mean, that's why we drafted Andrew Thomas, right. To help bolster the line. So yeah. I'm not too, I don't think it's going to be too much of a major impact, especially no offense to Solder. He didn't really play that well last year. So. I feel like you've been saying that. I feel like you and Beltran always just echo the same thoughts on him. It's like identical. Yeah. And I do like what the chat's saying too, with, you know, like <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, it's a contact sport. It's funny. It's almost like it's funny. Our coach in basketball in college used to say basketball is a contact sport. Football is a collision sport, which I, you know, I was like that. Um, basically yeah. it was the same. Well, you gotta be physical. Like, well, think about it to that point. It's like when you're on the de- defensive line or offensive line, I mean, you're literally like colliding from, in me, from me to my laptop away, like basically breathing at each other on, on, while you're on the line, you know? So yeah, and like I'm looking at the chat a little bit. Like, obviously, I yeah, I think you know, obviously, everyone wants football, and then and you're obviously, and then you got to think about everyone's family and those concerns. It's mm. it's going to well, be interesting how it shakes out. The thing I, I I just try to look at is like just take this all one week at a time. Like it's I, honestly sports is no different the rest of life. Like it's like I don't know where it's going to be in a week. Like yeah, right. I, like so that's that's kind of the motto I have now. I have problems. <laughs> Oh, we all do. Don't worry. I got issues. <laughs> Dude, I got issues, man. I, all right. So I sound like, first of all, I sound like, I got, I got issues, man. But all right. No. Um, You know where I'm going with this. Oh, boy. I think. Do you not? No, probably not because I didn't send you any show notes, but that's okay. Even oh, it was I know, like, I, probably I know the where... only time I spoke about football this week. And I said, I know, like, I know where you, you haven't heard from me like all week. And then like, because I haven't been able to text anyone back because, you know, work and everything. And, and then there's just this like couple oh, I books i sent you like one morning at like 5 30 or 6 in the morning and you know yeah. where i'm going with this mm-hmm. oh yeah i know exactly where you're going you want to you want to take it i can i can cry if you want or if you want to go for it you know what i i think uh i'm gonna let you do it because i think yeah, this is like, a part of this is a part damn, of you're gonna defer the coin toss to make me do it all right this, let's this do is it. a part of like a therapy session so you just get it out there and hopefully it's a lot of talking it's about it, to happen it, you know so i am so glad i'm not gonna like i'm actually gonna mute my headphones so i can't hear the clip I'll play for everybody in a minute, but Aaron Rodgers, who I love, you just you know got the doll and stuff right here. Like you don't, you don't need a whole lot to to realize just how much I love this team. So the calendar is behind me, right? Okay, right. So to that point, Aaron Rodgers jumps on Kyle Brandt's podcast. Now, Zach, I've told you before, if I could do any foursome of golf, it'd be the two of us, Kyle Brandt, Aaron Rodgers. Oh just, yeah. That's the dream force. Right like, a, like a handle of scotch, maybe, or maybe some beer. Like everyone's just kicking around and, you know, right. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I'm going to miss oh, the, the touchdown montage. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now to that point with Aaron Rodgers. So he's on Kyle Brandt's podcast. And I hate this because he decides to talk about his future. Speaking of drink, I, I'm pretty sure they were boozing a little bit. Can I just get that out there? Just out there. I think you could tell a little bit. In, he in first was finishing his drink in the one clip. I'm pretty sure it's up there. Yeah. So, but I don't care. This is like 
Well, hey, you know, sometimes when, time... you, when you when you get a little drunk or have a little buzz, sometimes the truth comes out. And yeah, it's okay, how you like, really feel. This isn't a Drake album, though. Like late night, you know. Come on now, like a Taylor Swift album. You gotta keep the like. Go get drunk by yourself and turn your phone off, and then you know write a letter, an angry letter, and rip it up the next day. If you not that I've never done that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I want. But Aaron Rodgers is like way more sophisticated than I am. You know, he mm. reads books. Like when he got hurt, he 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 read Alone in the Wild on mm. on the beach, like on like an island somewhere. Like I don't do that. Right. So, but he, I feel like he's the type of guy who could drink some scotch, write a letter, and then just like rip it up and be therapeutic afterwards. So, all right. So he goes on Kyle Brandt's podcast, and they, I guess it's the. And I love you know, we both love Kyle Brandt. And, and I, oh, I'm actually great. really excited to to hear the rest of this conversation. So he started off with a podcast that's gonna roll out on Spotify um in the beginning of August. August twelfth, I believe. Yeah, August twelfth. So they gave like a little what, like five minute preview of just like his conversation. A lot of it obviously with every you know, the thought of Aaron Rodgers this offseason of what Jordan Love, Jordan Love. So mm. obviously, Zach, that's the you know, the main part of the the, the teaser. Um so we took it. I'll say this part before I roll it. It's like I said, it's five minutes. If you're a Packers fan, there's no five minutes that you enjoy. Which was vexing because like a lot of the the, the, the writers were like co-tweeting it when it came out. And they're like, this is very raw and authentic and candid. Like all Packers fans should watch it. It's great. It's great. It's going to make you feel really, really good, huh? It's great. It it's great. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll hold that because you ready for the analogy? I'll do it after the clip. But all right, ready? Right. So – should I, should I just roll it for everybody? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's yeah, let's roll it up. When you're sitting around just over the last few months, scotch, tequila, whatever, at some point there's like a ridiculous decision that has to be made because if you're just you and you can stay healthy, the team has to either choose about we're going to move on from Aaron Rodgers, which is sounds nuts, or we're just not going to play our first-round draft pick. H- how does this end? I think probably the first, the former. Um, I think that's probably what happens. Uh, you know, based on, you know, just the circumstances around everything, you know, you look at, uh, just look at the facts, you know, they traded up, they drafted them. I would say they, they like them. They, they want to play them. Um, it's a different, uh, different environment. You know, in 2005, my first year were four and 12, second year were eight and eight. Um, there wasn't a clamoring, you know, to, to play me because it was normal for young guys to sit, you know, in the third year, Oh seven, we go 13 and three where, you know, one play we're overtime in the NFC championship playing at home against the giants from going to the Super Bowl. different scenario. You know, now I think uh, quarterbacks are playing earlier. It, it gives, you know, gives some latitude for young coaches and GMs to, you know, to, to play their, to play their guys. And I get it. I really do. Like, I, I don't harbor any ill will about it. Like, was I bummed out? Of course. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. You know, like I wanted to play my entire career in Green Bay. I love the city. I grew up there. Really, I was got there. I was 21. I'm 36 now. You know, a lot changes during that time. Um, but, but look, I get it. I see it completely clearly, and, and I'm not bitter about it. Um, it just kind of is what it is. Yeah, so – well, all right, Chad, well, it's, that's not his real background. That's, that's just – that's Microsoft Teams probably. You know, coming to fruition there with the little backgrounds. But all right, dude, that was that was tough. That was I'm not gonna lie. As a Packers fan, like, look, I, the reason why I'm not just trying to do this, like, oh, but Kieran's a Packers fan. Kieran does the show on Living Room Sports Talk, so we're gonna talk about the Packers today, right? No, I think the football world generally wants to talk about this, right? Mm, absolutely. But now this, I'm, like, I'm like, no, this is huge. It's huge because Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is obviously you know one of the top 
quarterbacks in the NFL and has been for a long time. So of course it's huge. Yeah. All right. So there's a lot of layers to tackle this. I don't like it for a lot of reasons, um, but let's, I'll tell you, let's do it, right? Let's talk about for a second, just maybe like what's on the table. We can like talk about, do you like what you're saying? Do you like what the Packers are handling? Like, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't really like talking about that because we don't actually know what's going on between them, but I'll, I'll analogize this whole off season in this sense. Okay. And I think it's funny. We all went through high school and college and et cetera, right? We've all been young adults, still are, but I'll, I'll throw it this way with this analogy. So I look at the Packers and Aaron Rodgers as that, that couple that you knew that like probably dated all through middle school, all through high school. And they were great. Like they were the, like not an annoying couple. Like they were always together, but they're perfect together. Right. Like, it's just like, you love, you love being around. If, like the type of person, if you're hanging out with one of them and the other person was like, Oh, can I bring that? Like, Oh yeah, of course. I thought they were going to come anyway. Right. Like yeah. everything's great. You really enjoy them. Everyone's so happy. Everyone jokes around the high school yearbook. Like you're going to get married. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So college rolls around. At some point, you're going to break off and go to different, and that's and that's essentially like his twilight years, right? Your senior year rolls around, and there's going to be a split. It's unavoidable. We get it, okay? And that's like them going off to separate schools. Now, at this point in time, that happens what mid-August or whatever, like when someone would go off to school. Okay, so yeah, this is like when there's like there's that freshman orientation, the first week of June, right? (laughs) And the one the one person goes down to that school. They come back and the other person sees their phone and they've been texting this person that now is going to live on their floor that year in school mm-hmm. all the time. So the person goes like, what's this? Yeah. Right. And they're like, oh, well, it's nothing. And they're like, what do you mean? It's nothing. You're texting this, this person that's going to be living on your floor. Like, 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 what did you do down there? Like while you were down in orientation, like, like don't tell me this guy, this person's not, you know, right. Like it's, that's and that's Aaron Rod almost be like don't like you can't tell me that you moved up to get this person and like they don't mean anything to you right <laughs> and, trust and and the way I look at it from like the friend's perspective like let's pretend I'm really close with the people in the relationship I'm like well damn it this just ruined my summer because they still had like three or four years or three or four months of summer vacation before that August like split was about to happen this is like back in May and June oh yeah so it's like what you just ruined like like the last like why like basically you're saying like if you're the other person like i thought we'd at least talk about it before we went off and like just broke up like and they, there is none that that's how i feel as a packers fan looking at this because i get what he's saying we went 13 and three you're one you game gotta make changes yeah but i don't know if you have to necessarily and, and it's almost like my anxiety is kicking in and flowing into their ears like they're like oh my god a quarterback we need a quarterback it's like no 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 like, like, it's it's bad. What it's, I what I thought was kind of heartbreaking was when in that the the teaser when um, Aaron Rodgers was saying that when he saw that the, the Packers had traded up, he was excited. He's like, oh, because we need you know we need wide receiver, you know whatever, or just just assets on offense. And then he gets the text from his agent and it just says quarterback. Like, could you imagine your heart just? And then you, then that's when he said he got out the tequila. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That says I, something. If you if you're yeah. someone who likes to hit the bottle, that that's saying something. Um, yeah. Now I now I'll say something. I, I think you know what bothered me the most about that 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 exchange you just talked about and that and that tease was. Mm. Well, I thought you said we were good with our receivers. Like you you were really really hoping we draft one. Like that's not good. Yeah. yeah. What you, so we're just saying that or before that we're good. Like 
I'm yeah. nervous. I, I don't feel good. I don't think they're going to be good this year. Well, here's the thing. And with Aaron Rodgers, there's two, there's two ways you can look at this. Now, when you listen to that, you're going to, because of the, def- you can hear how deflated he was again, he could have been boozing a little bit, who knows, but when you hear the way he was talking, you know, your first interact, your first reaction is going to be, Oh boy, we're screwed. Like, but he's, he's checked out that, you know, the team doesn't want him, et cetera. Um, but also I feel like Aaron Rodgers has like a knack for the dramatics, right? Like where he'll, he'll play that, but then he'll be like, all right, I'm going to force you not to, not to play this kid. So it's so funny you say that. Ball, just go out and ball out. So John Mayer, our, our boy, so he, Dyer Packers fan, not the John Mayer for anyone joining the show tonight, but we, 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 I feel like I say this like every week. Everyone's like, it's like probably like the same five people. We know, we know it's not the real, like Chris Brown. It's not the real John. Like we get it. Like I'm done. All right. But just for anyone that's just joining for the first time, you know, just to make sure you plug that in. Um, right. All right. So my buddy, John Mayer, it's Dyer Packers fan, me. Um, he, he, I thought he, it was like, we had a good cake with the analogy. He put the perfect icing on top though, to your point. So he said, look, yeah, that happens. But sometimes what happens with those relationships when the kids were basically dating all through middle school and high school, and like, they didn't really know anything. And there's some friction. They get back together and they get married afterwards and it all works out. It just took like that, that, you know, that friction and then, and the crossroads in the relationship. And here we go. So, you know, I'm kind of getting into it again. Like when I think about that. Right. I, I kind of like that too. It's a very true statement. I mean, Hey, just like if things could go bad, they can, they can always get better too. Like, like in that analogy. Yeah. I mean, all right, but look, all right, let's, I don't have to ramble. Sometimes kind of that sh- makes you stronger. It's funny. I'll, yeah, absolutely. Now let me ask you this and not to completely like one, well, that's not really one eightying. It's actually more just like pivoting at like 15 degrees to the right. But so and you saw in the Kyle Brand interview, like one the last part of the tease and this also made me just go but it was um, when they said, oh, would you ever see yourself playing? It was a joke around, like, oh, would you ever oh. see yourself in a Bears uniform? And I'm just like, stop. Like, yeah, like oh, enough that's of that's this. Like, I can't take the psychological crime. torture. But nevertheless, it made me start thinking. I'm thinking, well, why are you asking that question? Oh, right. That's because the Bears don't have a quarterback. So, um, well, they have two. They have two, Zach. Remember, not one. They have two. Yeah. That's why I can say they have two. They don't have one quarterback. They have two quarterbacks. Which but, means they don't have any. <laughs> so, all right, let me – I'm going to throw this at, at two layers. So, I saw a tweet. I didn't, and I knew it wasn't real because there was – you know, it was clickbait a couple days ago. But I saw, like, Nick Foles, quote, unquote, like, opted out. I knew it wasn't real. But it made me start thinking, like, well, what happens if that's the case? So, let's – I'll put that on the back burner. We can talk about that in a second. But let's let's actually – Let's come at it from a much more real perspective because he is, he didn't opt out. Yeah. They're still competing for a quarterback job, Zach. And mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of that, especially for the quarterback, a guy who's going to lead the team and a, and a pivotal one for the Bears who actually have a pretty good roster, right? It's not like yeah. it's not like you're a team like uh, I don't know, like, I'm not sure that guy Dolphins a little bit maybe like yeah. right where it's like Tua or Ryan Fitzpatrick where it's like it doesn't really matter or the Red I don't know but so I don't know I'm, I feel like I'm just insulting all these teams now but I- it. You know, it's, it's actually, well, no, I'm saying, so like, I don't know, like they need to figure out somebody. So it's like one of those things where I look at it, like, what, what do they do? If you're a Bears fan, what are you thinking right now? I would hate to be a Bears fan. Well, and probably in general, but like now, especially, I mean, th- there's nothing worse than having two quarterbacks and being unsure. It's different. Like how, well, how, how, how do you, you figure it out? Sorry, not to cut, not to cut you up. But like, how do you figure it out? If you've been in a virtual world like this. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, well, there's no preseason. So, <laughs> you know, how do you, where do you start? I get, I would assume yeah. you start with Trubisky because that's, 
his it's typically his spot going into it, I would assume. But they picked up some, you know, some shillings for for Nick Foles. I know that's the other thing. They're paying Nick Foles though, like, and and he's proven, and he <laughs> knows Matt Nagy. So it's like, uh, proven. All right, let me ask you this: If you could bet on it, just yeah. straight right now, uh-huh. you got to put fifty bucks, let's say, on it. Who would you take? Trubisky. Let's start week one. Trubisky. Yeah, Mitch. yeah, for sure. I don't think so. I think I, I think that's think a lock. A dust, I think dude. that's a lock, and I hope that's an actual bet because I'll take it. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll bet you. Uh, I'll bet you lunched on it. Perfect deal. Yeah, do a lunch. Here's the yeah. deal with Nick Foles. Drinks and, included on it too. Oh, nice. So here's here's the deal with Nick Foles. Like I like him as a person. Not downplaying the Super Bowl run. It's a, it, it was an amazing story. Great job. He hasn't played well. <laughs> any, he has. I love the American. Great job, but <laughs> yeah, he hasn't played well anywhere but in Philadelphia. So to me, like I don't I don't see that transferring to Chicago. Yeah, you, know, you know. So well, you know, I know Mr. Trubisky is not the best quarterback in the world either, but. Well, I'll double down on what you're saying. So I love this. I wish Bryson was on right now because dude, he had the best quote. I was like crying laughing when we, we grabbed some drinks and stuff. We're hanging out uh, out Mm -hmm. in Kansas city when I was at the wedding a couple weeks ago. And he was saying Matt Nagy basically took like all the things you look at Andy Reid, and you're like, Andy Reid, wow. You you didn't run the ball today. We're like, really at all? Like Andy (laughs) Reid. You know you had timeouts, like like all those little things, like the, the inefficiencies of Andy Reid. He kind of has all those, so I love it. It's true. Now to that point, I I don't know how they're going to operate, man. Like it, it's it's weird. They're a weird team. Yeah, I, I mean, because I also don't think their defense is good. Um, yeah, I you know offensively, what do they have right now? Like eight tight ends. Well, Ryan Pace is their GM too, so you got to think he drafted Trubisky. So like, isn't there something to be said about that too? I would absolutely, especially when you trade up to get him at number two. I mean, come on. <laughs> at least when I talk to him, give him a heads up. I love that. <laughs> um, all right, but I'll tell you, do you want to, you want to talk a little basketball? We got 15. Well, we might go over 15 minutes this year. We also got on a little late. I felt bad. This was probably oh. the latest start, but we're getting better because I remember like Mondays, we were religiously getting on at like 705, 710 oh, Eastern time. Good. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, yeah, that's right. Basketball, the first game's on right now. We got, Dude, I love uh, your LSU hat, by the way. I was just thinking because, like, you know, college football, you know, that was actually the last thing yeah, I was going to mention. Do you, yeah, do you want to mention that after basketball? No, let's do it now. You were with the SEC and everything? Yeah, I was going to say. So the yeah, let's SEC, talk about it. Yeah, the SEC came out today, and I guess they're only going to play a 10-game conference schedule, and uh, they pushed their season back to September 26th. So one thing that I'm finding very interesting is obviously each conference has their own, like, set of rules or whatever, like you know, policies, obviously, that's umbrella by the NCAA. Is like each conference is basically running the show and saying, "Oh, we're only going to play this schedule, this schedule, and we're going to start here." I think that's pretty, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I like. Here's the thing: it's almost like you got to make some type of cut, or like because the American apparently is like right now they're playing a full slate. I'm just like, well, all the other guys are canceling. Like you're going to have to do it. Like, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's tough. It's it's. I think the, the nice thing about college football, because we've all been talking about, like, if I don't have it during Labor Day weekend, which I get, mm-hmm. but I think, like you even just said, I can't believe August is right around the corner. And, and on top of that, it's like, okay, we'll have the NBA like playoffs going on, the NHL playoffs going on, which I want to mm-hmm. talk about the NHL playoffs. Mm-hmm. But we got to get Dave on the show again. Oh, yeah. Flyers, dude, because, oh, dude, he's so great when it comes to Flyers talking. And there's, I'm excited again. Can we, is this the time we can get Z Man on uh, the hockey train? We'll see. I think, you know, there's no better time than now. I mean, the only thing I'm really following at this point in time is, is golf, I would say, and, and baseball. So, well, you know yeah. what? It's funny. 
So I'll tell, let's roll. It's funny that I love that because you know what I took on FanDuel today? Oh, what's that? Old uh, Dustin Kepka? Johnson to shoot under 69 and a half. And I'm pretty sure he did, didn't he? He did. He did. He did. Yeah, he made it interesting with a double bogey uh, after, like, I think it was on 15. But oh, yeah, it's only was two under. Dude, he, why? Why does he golf like me? What is it about tall people golfing where there's just like two or three holes where it's just like? His problem is just his 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 uh, his putting and his short game is like that's that's his issue. You know, it's bad. Dude. I mean, oh, here I am, bad mouthing a guy. U.S. Open won. a couple of years ago. Oh my god, that was heartbreaking. I remember where I was exactly when that happened. I, was I like, lost my breath. Yeah, I was, I was like, in, "Oh my god!" I was in Minneapolis for uh, for a work conference, and it was like during the lunch, our lunch break or, or something. It was around whatever that time, and I went up, ran up to my room to go watch, and missed it. Or not, not my lunch break. It was like the Sunday we flew in. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you're going to your hotel. You checking in? Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm running up to my room, like, you know, blowing, blowing off the, uh, the happy hour with my coworkers, but of course. yeah, I had to go see you know, the, the U S open. And, uh, Oh, I remember watching that. That was, I, I was under some tears for him. And wasn't that in that weird course that was like, was it out in Washington, in Washington or something? Yeah. Uh, I forget what it's called. Um, I, was I thought it was a, I thought it was a beautiful course, but it's just very unique the way it played. I want to, I should have looked out there when I was out there, but all right, whatever. There's other times. Yeah. Um, all right. But I'll tell you, so speaking of, all right, not to ramble on about golf, but I was going to say, speaking of betting, uh, do you see what Fandle's doing? And this, yeah. I feel bad. Is anyone watching us across America right now, unless you're in Pennsylvania or I, I'm trying to five states. There's like five states. I think we're. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's what like, that's not great, but all right. Um, to spread the love. So this is fun. So on Fandle, they have this promo. If you got any, uh, you know, dineros in your account, uh, you can you can wager, and basically the way it works is like you can kind of see the graphic. I pulled it up. Like the way it works is like the more people take like the Lakers button points, they mm-hmm. add more points onto like their own personal spread. So like by like the hour and the day, it's been like going up, and now you can get the Lakers at like thirty eight points. What? Now they cap the wager at fifty bucks. So basically, it's almost like a free fifty bucks for everyone that throws on it. But oh wow, it's fun. Yeah, it's a good time. I mean, you know, whatever. It, it's basically a way to get everyone to make an account. But the way I look at it, is you already have an account, and you, I mean, you got fifty bucks in there already. Yeah, I saw that like a week ago, so I was like, oh, I'm not like withdrawing because doing okay on Fanduel. So you know, it's you know, you got to go. yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah, but to that point, so that's kind of funny. You gonna do that tonight? I never realized that existed until now. So oh, you get on I'll, the phone. Once yeah. you've never like, see everybody. Like, and then like hang up the laptop. I'm like, Zach, come on. on like, it. let's go. Like, <laughs> let's go. Like this. I know we, the stocks during the day, but this is night, this is night work. I mean, this that's is right. You, know, you take that $50 uh-huh. you put around right the stock. Hey, that's true. All right. But let's talk, let's actually talk about the nitty gritty a little bit of basketball. All right. So yeah. there's a lot of different ways to look at it, but I'll, I'll kind of spin it with a generic question to get things started on a scale of one to 10. What's your excitement level about the NBA coming back? I like your, the smile on your face. Cause it's just like, a, my eyes I have an- a guess in my head. My eyes answer is probably a three. I was just about to say it's a three. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh I my God. A three or four. I was going to say it's a three, but he's probably going to see five. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love basketball. I love playing it. All that. I just, uh, it's just so weird how the season's played out. Like I've, I've gone numb to a lot of sports right now. And I'm just like really holding on for football to come back. Obviously I'll follow basketball, of course, but. Um, it, I'll, yeah. I'll put it this way. You know, I think I know where you're going with this and I'll kind of almost like answer this whole thing like with another question at you. I'm just mm-hmm. going to push more on your plate, but yeah, do it. this feels like an AAU tournament to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? In, in the sense that I've been asking Joe, and Chad probably like a hundred times 
a week now, I feel like the last month where it's just like, Hey guys, by the way, if the Sixers like do something, does that mean Brett Brown is definitely going to come back? Cause he shouldn't come back. He's not a good coach. Like, and I, like and we're all just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. So my question kind of generally throwing it at you is like, what is, what is this AAU tournament? No fans, everyone in Orlando where it's just, yeah, it's yeah. kind of all over the place, which I'm not even saying like, Oh, I don't want to watch it or it's not going to be fun, but I'm just kind of saying, what's the measuring stick on this? Like, what's the grading curve yeah. on how you do in this? Because, right, obviously everyone wins or loses their job essentially by what you do in the postseason or lack thereof, you don't make it. Um, but, right, so it's like here we are, but, like, with all the variables just kind of just rolled out, like I said, marbles earlier, right? it's like where does this leave us? I don't, I don't think it's any – It's if you were to win this, I don't think it's anything less than how it usually is, to be honest. If anything, it could be a little bit more. Think about it. You're – basically locked down in this one isolated area in Orlando, not isolated, but you know what I mean? Confined yeah. area essentially. And I feel like it's a test of just mental toughness. I mean, yeah, it's not going to be as exciting as watching a game when there, where there's thousands of fans screaming and yelling and, and all that going on. But from a player's perspective, I just think this, this is a very grueling um, and taxing situation in my opinion. Cause think about it. You're basically, you're away from everything else. You're stuck there with your team. Like you, you got to be focused. And I think it's to the point where almost not any team can win it, but I think it's like more up for grabs than it usually would. So I'm almost, I feel like we're playing tennis now, like volume, like, like, like (laughs) dialogue back and forth here. So I'm going to spin it back to you. Be like, yeah, well, what about a team like the Sixers where I almost have more faith in them to be disciplined when there's no one like to distract them. Whereas normally I don't, I don't believe they're going to go up in Toronto and win. They're not going to do that. That's actually a very strong. That's where I'm at. I don't think like a team like them. I'm like, I'm, this sounds so backwards and it is, it's like the bizarre world. I'm almost scared if they do well, because I'm like, I don't think this is real. Yeah. That's what I'm calling an AU tournament. No, I, I, I'm going to go against it. I, I still think it's very real, honestly. Um, but no, you got to fight. Like, please yeah. draw, like throw like I, cause I have no faith. You know, I have no faith in these clowns. Well, here's the thing. So, all right. Like, like you said, which is a great point. There's no distractions really for these, these guys, except for, you know, fishing off the dock nearby and playing video games. So there's really no trouble per se, or, or, you know, distractions that they don't need that's going to get in their way because of this, this bubble. So I think that plays to your benefit. I'm giving you some homework, by the way, on the, on the screen. Have you read uh, Justin Kirkland's article at all uh, about the Sixers being pretenders? So we had BJ um, Boyeron, who's a a key part of uh, basketball society last week. And I give him a shout out too, because if, if he's listening or watching, and even he's not like his Lakers are playing. I know he's so hyped. Like the way uh, we get uh, hyped up about like the Packers and the Giants, that's what he gets. Mm-hmm. But Justin Kirkland did an article basically saying that the Sixers were a bunch of frauds, which I completely agree with as a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but sorry, no, I, I, I know you're looking at it on the screen. I was about to say, yeah, that's 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 some facts to, to, to me point the other direction. But all right, give me your best argument why you like them. I think the big thing is just there's minimal distractions for a team that I think is immature and gets gets easily distracted. Um, what I don't like is the obvious Brett Brown, but with his coaching, other than that, though, from a player perspective, I think, listen, I'm not saying the Sixers are going to go to the finals or anything like that, but I think they're going to be better off than what people think because there's minimal distractions. Okay. But let's slow down for a second because all right, you just said, I don't think they're going to make the final. What's, no. what's the mission here? You got Josh. I mean, you got well, Josh Richardson. You got, you got Tobias Harris. You got Ben Simmons. You got Joe Embiid. Well, listen, That's yeah. start. Well, the mission is to win it all, of course, but I just don't think with, with the coach they have in play that to win those, because you, because 
how often have we seen final minute, final second games and big in big time playoff games in the either conference finals, even semifinals, and the championship? Yeah, a lot. And I don't think and Brett Brown like hits thirty percent on those games. So down. like like two like, thumbs yeah. down, like Eper Roper, a uh, horrible. Yeah, and I, and I I hate saying that about him, but it's the truth. So. No, I, I agree. And I, the thing it's 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 tough. I feel like too is like, and there's a lot of teams. I feel like I always spin it to the Sixers. I just think they're a really good example of like yeah. when we're looking at this from like a couple different angles of the bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jazz are kind of another example. Of that. I'm actually gonna look at my focus. It's funny. I guess I can't look at the score right now. Do you know what's going on in it? Wow, uh, I dropped sixty to forty-eight. The Jazz were plus three in that game. Yeah, I think I, I was not. I wasn't even throwing a dollar on that in Vandal. Everyone's just like, "Wow, you're a real high roller, Karen." It's like. I pay, I'm a competitive person. I pay to care. <laughs> yeah. Well, because if, if you look at it, I mean, the Pelicans had the momentum going, I think. Obvi- you know, obviously, the coronavirus outbreak kind of started with the Jazz, as we know, and uh, there was some rifts in between the team there. Remember our first show? Yeah, it was March 11th. I read I was yeah. reading an article today about, about you know, when, it, when it happened, you know, it would go bare. Um, yeah, I mean, the Pelicans are a team. Here's the other thing. The Jazz, what all do they run to play for right now? They're locked in for the playoffs, right? So the Pelicans are tied for, what is it, eighth or ninth? With the, with the yeah, uh, that's a I good think, question. I think ninth. I think it's okay. ninth. So they're they're fighting right now to try to get in. So they're hungry, whereas the Jazz are pretty much locked and loaded. Like, they might not even have to play all their, their starters the whole game. That's how I view it for the Jazz. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. <laughs> so that – because when I saw the line, like you said, the Jazz were getting points, and I look at the records and the players, I'm like, Really? Like, how's that make any sense? You know, and then we think yeah. about it. Okay, I get it. So we should we should do like some type of bend the bookie special on here. You know, like Saturday? We might oh yeah. To. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, uh yeah, uh, go ahead. Oh no, go no, please. No, I was gonna say what I think is interesting is and in, you know, th- out of all the years, I never rooted for LeBron in my life to win a championship, oh, no. right? I should have cut you off. Jesus out of, <laughs> out of all my years. Uh, this is the year I wanted to see him lose the most. Oh, good, good, good. Whoa, yeah. whoa, Zach. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. All right. You, li- I'm not kidding. Dude, you had me on. You saw what I'm looking. I'm like, this. like, I'm thinking. I thought I was going to be cheering for it. Honest to God, I did. I was like, like, I don't know who talked to you for two weeks down at the beach, but like, I need the other guy to come back because he like, <laughs> I hate LeBron too. All right. There we go. That's bad. Yeah. I'm glad you're back. Yeah. Like, no, I'm, I'm, that I'm scared here. the hell out of me for a second there. Yeah. It, I just I don't like the whole oh J.R. Smith yeah come along oh Deion Waiters yeah you too now yeah let's just let's just keep piling Dude, it. That's on. what he always does. Like, that's why we hate him. And and uh, there's I mean I have a lot of reasons why I hate him. But but I'll I'll add this is I'll, I'll almost be like the glasses half full for you for a second mm-hmm. guy. Um, but I, I find myself thinking if they won, not that I want them to no because uh, you're right I'm I'm 100 with you. At least as like an MJ fan, you can just add the asterisk and be like. That wasn't a real playoff. Like that wasn't real at all. <laughs> yeah, you can throw that in your your arsenal. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I will, and I will. Oh yeah, I definitely will. I mean, but it's you know, like he's in a bubble. I love. I saw a headline. This should my clickbait. It was like, oh, LeBron's not going to look at his phone, or he's he's still going to look at his phone. I'm like, that's an article. <laughs> I can't. It's horrible. That. Yeah, that's. It's horrible. all right. It's no good. All right, let's spin it real quick. So we have a couple minutes left in the show. Um, I'm like going back to my notes. Let's do a little NHL. Starts on Saturday. You pumped a little bit. Yeah, well, hey, I saw the Flyers beat the Penguins in the uh, the like you know the preseason exhibition. Yeah, it's fun. Three uh, two, so that, that's yeah. gotta be you gotta feel good about that with the Flyers. I'm getting the um, 
the bracket up right now for everyone to take a look at so you can kind of see like what we're looking at yeah, here. I'm, I'm curious, like not to go off a little bit is uh, how all these sports at once is going to play out. Like people are going to be fighting over no pun intended, the living room remote. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Because yeah. the, I'm so glad you said that because this has such a March madness vibe. There's going to be like basically five basketball games on a day and then five hockey games on a day. And then you got baseball too. And then you got baseball. Exactly. It's and then we got training camp. Sundays, and then you got like the, the oh. major, the majors are coming up too for golf. We're getting back. Yeah. It's, it's it's fun. Yeah. I, I do feel some some a little bit of optimism here. Yeah. Hey, that's good. I, I'm slowly starting to get mine back. I uh, like I said, I've been feeling numb with some of the stuff like with with MLB. So I'm hoping it's it's choppy waters, but we're getting <laughs> yeah. there. We are. Hey, we're, yeah, we're getting there. The tide is high, but we're we're rolling on or going on, whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now let me ask you. So uh, weekend ahead, right? You're. I feel like I always love going to you for like the 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 supplemental sports, if you will. Yeah, yeah. that's that's always called our supplemental materials at work. It's like mm-hmm. the little sports, right? Like the, the one-offs, the MMA, the golf, etc. Like, oh yeah. What are we feeling this weekend? Let's 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 give the crowd something uh, to to be excited about this weekend, besides the return of everything else. Oh well, I love we'll go golf. I love the WGC uh, St. Jude Classic this week. Um, they're, yeah. they're down in Memphis. The WGC events they take it's only 78, 78 golfers. There's no cut. They take the top. I think it's seventy eight in the world are invited or top eighty some are invited to play. Um, 44 of the top 50 are there this weekend. So like it's full of, of stud golfers are there. Brooks, Brooks Kepka is leading after the first round, you know, Rory's there. DJ's there, as you mentioned, uh, Jordan Spieth, everybody, John Rahm, everyone, I don't have to name them all, but it's, it's a great tournament and it's a, it's a good warm up the week before our first major next, next weekend, the PGA championship. I'm pumped. And is that yeah. still on San Fran? Yeah, it is. Yep. Uh, TPC Harding Park or something like that. You were supposed to be there. Uh, I know. We were really supposed to go. I want to go so badly, too. I've never been to a golfing, a, a professional golf. We club. have to go. Have this is been? the second time I was supposed to go to one, and I haven't. Oh, so yeah. I had tickets to the U.S. Open. Uh, well, my friend did in college and didn't work out because we had a party the night before and then overslept. Uh, yeah, it was no, that's, that's, one of the worst, that's one of the worst stories ever. Uh, <laughs> And my laptop broke, but I didn't break it, but it's never, we'll, we'll talk about that story offline. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, I, we should do it then. That'd be fun. We'll do a little get sidetracked, you know, we'll get out and, and we'll, you know, we'll go watch some golf. Not, not, not this year, but we'll, you know, one of these years we'll do it. That's so, yeah. Whenever the world resumes, who knows you got to join the master's pool with me. Could you imagine we both want it the same year? Oh, that'd be that'd great. be the coolest thing ever. I'm all about those pools. I love those. Oh yeah. You got to do it. Check the raffle, see if you can win. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, speaking of if you see you can win, well, you, you want to talk about winning, you got to get yourself a, a fresh slice of uh, Lucci's Pizza here from Lucci Slices. Mm-hmm. So um, right now, you know, with COVID going on in a small business, they're kind of still working through getting the, the, the truck backing up. And, you know, every that was actually probably a poor choice of words, the truck backing up. Getting the truck back up oh, and running. Oh, there you go. Right. There you go. Pause, pause this, Karen. Come on, talk like an adult. All right, so anyway, <laughs> if you want all the updates, though, you can look at the pictures. It's great. The fresh mozzarella, the basil. Oh, yeah, you got the Italian. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get my Italian thing on. Even though I'm Irish, is all good now. There but you go. Follow uh, at Lucci Slices uh, on Facebook uh, and Instagram. Um, and make sure you also check us out, follow and subscribe to us. Uh, follow the Luffable Purple Heart. And you can subscribe to us uh, to the right, right there. And then if you have Amazon Prime, it's free. So that's... I always love your quote too. You know, if you're going out to the bars, you're spending $5 on a Coors Light at 1 a.m. You can just do that and subscribe. And, 
And instead, you get a month of free sports talking. You chit chat with us, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, and let's say, yeah, maybe you know, you take the train to work in the morning. You're you're working late night. You can't watch us live on Twitch. Well, make sure you check us out on Spotify, and iTunes. All the audio, uh, uh, I was doing so well there. All the audio uh, episodes are caught on uh, iTunes and Spotify, so you can check us out. Uh, make sure you check us out also on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit at underscore get sidetracked. Um, Twitch, twitch.tv uh, slash get underscore sidetracked. And then visit our website at www.get-sidetracked.com. And this is fun. This is a lot of fun tonight. You know, get everyone together and, you know, just uh, talking a little sports. The chat was great tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, hey, it's always good to talk sports as we uh, we wind down the week. Oh, yeah. Uh, one, one little thing before we go. Yeah. This broke right before our show. I, I'm sure you saw it. LaShawn McCoy to the Bucks for one year. One I year see deal. That at all, actually. Which I don't know how much that means given the it doesn't stage, mean anything, but <laughs> stage of his career, but it's just a sign that the NFL is turning into like the LeBron James NBA where everyone's just gonna go to Tampa Bay now because Tom Brady's there. So yeah, exactly. Had to throw but, that out. But I'll say this one thing that does mean a lot. So we want to give a lot of love and support to, to my aunt Patty, who you know watches the show as much as she can in, in, in second. Yeah, I know you never met her. She is the best aunt ever. Like oh, me, sure. The nicest person you ever meet. And I know she's, you know, going through, she's not have the best health right now, but still watches us loyally. And, and she is the best. And, and everyone in our family I know right now is watching too. And, and you know, prayers and support and everything yeah. for her. We love her to death. Um, and we just want to make sure, you know, that she's doing well. And like I said, just thoughts and prayers. Um, and you know what? Well, like I said, we'll just keep it. The sports are going to come back with like the good vibes, like good prayers, good vibes. Like this is, you know, we love the positivity and stuff. And, That's right. and, and Zach, she, she gives us such great feedback and loves the show. Like she is the best. No, 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 it's fine. We have always our number one fan in the chat who might like hit the veto button, but, but no, Aunt Patty is one of our number one fans. We love her to death and she's yeah. the best. Like I, I can't say enough great things about her. Yeah. Yeah. We absolutely hope you feel better. And, and thanks for being such a, a great fan and supporter. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Actually, I got to do this. So, I have this on my wall. I didn't even think about this until the show starts. So you can kind of see this. I'm going to, this is actually love right here because it takes forever to try to get back up. So I remember she actually gave me this, um, this plaque. So it's the 2002 Packers. It was oh, the first like Packers. So my parents got me a Brett Favre jersey when I was a little kid, but this is like the first like Packers memorabilia thing I had. That's so cool. Oh yeah. I still got the Brett Favre, Robert Ferguson, Bubba Franks, like the cards, like, you know, framed in like the whole team on there. That's so I'll never cool. forget it. Yeah. We we're at my uncle Tom's. I remember we'd like, we're giving gifts in. And I remember that was the gift she gave me. And I, I, I mean, you can say how much I love it. It's on the shrine now. So, so yeah, I mean, that's all that like, forever too. I'm sure. Oh my God. Yeah. This yeah. isn't going anywhere. You know, it's, yeah. oh, it's, it's great. So and it just puts into perspective, you know, how great sports are and, and everything as well. How it connects everyone and families absolutely. together. Absolutely. Absolutely. We want to thank everyone for watching tonight. We really hope everyone has a great weekend. Like I said, sports will be back. So we really appreciate everyone watching. Um, we'll be back in the living room on – oh, great. We made a day. Look at that. Oh, we make, She makes our day just watching the show. That's so right. I mean, And everybody watching too. I mean, I know our whole side of the family is watching. I love them to death too. It's, it's so great just to have everyone tune in to support. Mm -hmm. it, trust me, it means the world to all of us absolutely. too. So Absolutely. So we want to thank everyone, and we hope everyone has a great weekend. Like I said, we'll be back in the living room. Uh, well, it's fine. We live here. But but, um, <laughs> but no, we'll be back in the living room, uh, 7 o'clock Eastern time on Monday, uh, breaking down some NHL. The Flyers will play their first game, Zach, the Sixers as well. So we'll yeah, we break go. down a little bit of the Philly stuff, and then we'll we'll look at it from, well, from, a, from a local perspective and also a national perspective. So Perfect. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. We hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll see everyone in the living room Monday at 7 o'clock. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.